Greetings, humans. Simula78 sends its regards. It is time for the Squacklecast theme song, as sung by Caged Human A34. Hello, the Squacklecast. Thirtyish episodes. Allow me more. Forever. This all has been a blast. Your mom loves the Squacklecast. Okay, I'm recording now. That's how you start recording, just crumbling up trash? <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's not actually trash, though. It's a usable plastic bag, in which I put uh, many cables inside of. Or what do you mean one, reusable? One cable. Is it? It's, it's the thing that came in the package. I got a new headset, uh, like I had mentioned just like a minute before we started recording. Um, but I'm actually not using my new headset right now. I'm using iPhone headphones because of my setup. All right. Fair enough. So this is, what, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, now, just doing now, this out of spite now? Or now, this is the condom wrapper. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to learn how to use condom. To make balloons? Okay. Water, yeah. <laughs> water balloons. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to be a sexy, sexy clown. That's, okay. that's my new... Uh, that's uh, a real choice. So it's not even a side job. It's it's the main job that I'm planning on being in 2019, and which is about two days from now. All right, follow your dreams, David. Follow you. <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, so I wanted to kind of set the stage of this podcast. We're doing it right the before. Yeah, right before the new year. So this is going to be your survival guide to 2019. No shutdown or anything. Just. We're just going at it. Well, I oh um, well, that's going to be part of 2019, right? Going to go into the new year. So, how are we going to survive the year-long shutdown that's that's to come? It's going to go a year, is like two years. It's, <laughs> it's just going to keep going on till it, it, till it's 2019. Been, <laughs> to it's been going on for about two years. If you get my meaning. Was there a memo? I didn't get that memo, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like uh, the Trump administration is basically broken, and they're not like staffing anyone. So basically, it's just a it's an empty government already. And so it's like the most CNN thing I've ever. (laughs) (laughs) CNN is ridiculous. Like you go on there right now, they have a they have a timer of how long the uh, shutdown's been going. (laughs) That that timer's just going to be a permanent fixture on CNN. Might as well, yeah. It's like the tickers, the, the little things at the bottom that, that started with uh, like 10 years ago. Yeah. They, they were just there because so many things are happening at the same time. And then they decided, oh, we'll just always have that. Yeah, it's like last week, there was a countdown to the shutdown. And then once it happened, now it's just counting up of how many hours and days the shutdown's been going on. If it's like two years of a shutdown, I wonder if they're going to still have that counter up. They're probably gotta like find a new graphics guy to figure out. Uh, like, can we add another year to this? <laughs> or months? How was that happen? It wasn't programmed to go past thirty days. <laughs> I mean, what's more dramatic? Just seeing it as days, or would you want need to see it as like months? Like, I need to see it as seconds. <laughs> it has seconds on there. It's gonna be like. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need days. to see. No, I need to see milliseconds. <laughs> so I need to see it constantly. In a blur. They, I can't they read do, any numbers. I don't know what's going on. Is just go by moon cycles or something like, or like in um, what was it, The Martian, where it just counts number of souls, like, like a solar, solar days. That's what they should do. Lo- like a, uh, lunar months. Yeah, it'll be so forty-eight, and then it just keeps going. Well, yeah, yeah, um, my, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's ever gonna stop. Basically, I think this is it. This is the second. This is the second stage of the government in, under Trump. I mean, it's definitely possible that the Patriots can't. Uh, they can't control Trump. Is that? Is that how it is? The Patriots can't control Trump. Yeah. Oh, this is the Metal Gear Solid reference. It is. Yes. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> What patriots? 
Exactly, it's working. <laughs> the AI is working. Uh, <laughs> well, um, he may be solid as Snake at the end of this. <laughs> He's going to crash into the Statue of Liberty and fight on top of it. He's going to take on a dude. He's going to take on Baron Trump. Okay, so um, how was your 2018? <laughs> and what are you looking for in 2019? Uh, no more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had like three podcasts this year, so we're like uh, the, the Squackle Quarterly Podcast. <laughs> it, it actually kind of sounds more, uh, uh, I don't know, like more upscale, don't you mm-hmm. think? Like, like we're not a weekly podcast, we're a quarterly podcast. You know, like you can have your daily podcast or your weekly podcast, but it makes it more you know, prestigious. Like you know, like yeah, yeah, every every few months is something to look forward to. You know, like oh, I can't wait until uh, March when we have a new uh, podcast. <laughs> if they're lucky, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we might not even do one. <laughs> I've been using the same theme song for four years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can't you can't get rid of a classic. That's why. Well, I've been using the the slave song, I believe, the last. Uh, I'm I'm trying to do it every ten. Change it up. Yeah. So I think uh, this is. I think what I do we even talk about two. the last podcast? What we, what was going on in the last podcast? Well, let me see. When was the last podcast? Uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, movie pass. And it's it was still going August. well for them, right? I mean, they're not. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that they're actually alive still. Somehow, I have. No I don't know anyone why. who's using it, but yeah. Like there's a big push during the summer where everyone was using it because I guess they were afraid that it was gonna go away. But but yeah, you don't we hear too much about, movie pass. We talked about the normal stuff, so Avengers and Star Trek and. Did you ever get around to watching Star Trek? Which one? Discovery? No. We're going to wait until it's available elsewhere. I don't think it ever will be, but... Well, then I guess I won't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Those motherfuckers. But it's got a lot of stuff with, uh, what, the uh, Mirrorverse? And Section 30, what, 31? So it's everything everything we ever wanted out of Star Trek. Yeah, pretty much. Did season two already? Premiere? I think it's coming out soon. Something yeah. like that. They've been they cast their new Spock. There's supposed to be footage of the new Spock. Well, I can't wait to not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna dream about what actually happens and hear about it from other people. Did you even watch Aquaman? Uh, no. I do want to. I do kind of want to see it. Just to see how cheesy it is that everyone's yeah. been talking about. Yeah. Did you see it? No, but I read there is a very uh, eye-rolling cheesy scene where uh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard walk out of the ocean to a pitbull song, <laughs> and it. I guess it's it's so cheesy that it's it's getting a lot of attention from fans saying like how bad it was <laughs> <laughs> well i mean they had to know what was going on when they're making the movie like like well, someone was, thought it was funny or something it was that concerning that uh james wan who directed the film and i, I guess the last fast and furious film had to defend the scene saying that they just wanted to do something silly and goofy <laughs> so they they had these characters come out in slow motion out of the ocean to a Pitbull song, which heavily, <laughs> <laughs> it heavily samples um, Africa by Toto. <laughs> so, Ocean to Ocean, that's that's their big single from the soundtrack. I think I may have heard it. But... Yeah. yeah, it's 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 quite quite a cheesy. Supposedly, Justice League is now like the least uh, grossing of all the DC films, <laughs> including uh, Aquaman. I mean, it's still yeah, Aqu- Aquaman apparently passed it <laughs> so, already. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Nothing can beat Justice League as far as the cheesiness and stupidity goes. So, I mean, even if I do watch Aquaman, I may still enjoy it for what it is. Well, who's Justice more to League, credit for that? nothing I mean, really to enjoy. <laughs> huh? Who's more to credit for that with Justice League? It has to be the studios, right? I guess so. I mean, it can be. Because Zack Snyder does what they tell him to do. <laughs> he, only, he, he only has so much uh, free will programmed into During that skull. movie? I mean... I mean, it if seems it was, like he made the movie that he wanted to make, and then they just well, they they chopped it up. Yeah, they like he he made a movie that was like five hours long, and they're like, okay, well, don't have this, don't have that, and they didn't really care about the story structure when they're cutting things out. So I don't know. And he uh, had his whole personal issue, so someone else probably was actually going in and cutting it, and they didn't have a, the same vision he did. It's such a weird situation because, like, every couple months there's like new stuff that leaks, <laughs> and it's Zack Snyder leaking it, and like, <laughs> like he's, he's telling his friends, and then their his friends are leaking. Yeah, he's it. going on his um, was it that social media site uh, that he uses, Vero or whatever, and he'll just leak stills <laughs> from <laughs> and concept art of stuff that was already shot or was going to be in the movie. Like over Thanksgiving, I remember there was a big deal where he posted some footage of, I think, Wonder Woman finding out some uh, ancient artwork of Darkseid coming to Earth the first time to try and invade it. And um, And then David Ayer, who did Suicide Squad, had responded to a question on Twitter. Um, about whether or not it was true that Stephen Wolf was going to be one of the villains in Suicide Squad. And he basically confirmed that, yeah, Stephen Wolf was going to be in Suicide Squad. He was going to give Enchantress an army of parademons, and I was supposed to set up Justice League. But then plans changed with Justice League, so they had to rewrite the movie and take out Stephen Wolf and all that stuff. Hmm. So it seems like there's like a whole big, big conspiracy going on. So with, there's also, uh, yeah, because there's also like a bigger cut of Suicide Squad, right? At some yeah. point. Well, there's a director's cut, but at this point, I mean, it, it's the director's cut just based off of the changes that they made. Yeah. Light not, of. not not the actual director's cut that they initially had at some point. Yeah. That would have fit into this other alternate DC universe. Yeah, which would have made sense since you see Bruce Wayne at the end talking to Amanda Waller and all that stuff. So, I don't know. It seemed like a more interesting movie, what they had planned. but It's very interesting how it. how it all kind of like was put together and how it fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what's the more interesting part of this. I want to see that movie now, that documentary of... Yeah, Zack Snyder being yeah, very the, yeah. The off, documentary so. on the whole thing is going to be way more interesting than any of these movies. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be a documentary about George Miller's Justice League movie too, isn't there? Um, how that I, all fell apart? I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't know. I, I think they were kickstarting it, and they were supposed to make it or something. They really saw that artwork of uh, the costumes or. Costume says. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's just in general, it's been it's kind of fascinating to see these multi-million dollar movies just get ruined. Like they should just after. do that for every movie that de- that doesn't get made. <laughs> like, like, have you seen uh, Horodowski's Dune? Uh, no. It's um, uh, Alejandro Horodowski. He made like these cult films in the seventies. And he was supposed to make uh, a version of an adaptation of Dune, Frank Herbert's Dune. Right. And uh, he lined up H.R. Uh, Grieger, who would uh, go on to do all of the uh, designs for Alien. And he lined up uh, the writer, one of the writers for Alien. Mm-hmm. And he lined up uh, Orson Welles to star in the movie. And Kyle McLaughlin was going to be in the movie, and they had uh, 
some, a bunch of other big name casts. I think Mick Jagger might have been in the movie too, or something like that. And it had all this fantastic artwork and storyboards for the entire movie, and it just never got made. <laughs> but it's a good documentary on a movie mm-hmm. that never got made. I think I, I saw it. some of it because it this sounds familiar, but yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing for sure. But. Yeah. Yeah, it did sound interesting. That that's another like big foul up. I think that's probably the, the closest to what Justice League or DC Universe is kind of going through is like what happened to Dune in the eighties and seventies. Yeah, like like three different people trying to make the movie, and the person who did make it, like he disavowed it. <laughs> he didn't even want like David, David Lynch, you know. right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah he David Lynch didn't want anything to do with it after he shot it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I mean, I don't even, I can't remember if he even actually had a cut that he did, or if he just like. Were there like three cuts of that movie? No, no, there was like five. Yeah, the three or four. Like it's, and I saw two of them. And oddly enough, the uh, the TV version is the best one, I think, because it it actually like explains a little bit more, and there's like more scenes. There's like an intro part where there's like a like a narrator and showing you like what the situation is with all the planets and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it kind of like plays it out a little bit easier to understand if you have no um, exposure to dune beforehand and are, I watched there high, the, are there high expectations for the new adaptation of dune that's supposed to be coming out well, I, I think so because it's the it's the guy who did blade runner right yeah the guy who did blade runner 2049 and arrival and all. yeah he's uh, he's pretty good i think he's a good director so, it should be good i mean it's going to be a long movie, though, isn't it? Or two movies? What's it going to be? I think I think it was supposed to be two movies, but uh, they're probably going to both be three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be like a, the Hobbit situation, where they just uh, maybe they're probably going to split it into a third movie to make it not. I mean, I heard Blade Runner twenty forty nine was going to be like four four hours or something like that. It's going to have an intermission in between. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. They just cut it down to closer to three hours or just under three hours, something like that. I didn't hear that, but it would make sense. Yeah, because there's a whole the whole part with uh, Harrison Ford's character. Like, I felt like that should have been a little bit longer. Yeah, that was supposed to be. You you can tell exactly where they would have had the intermission because there's stuff with him uh, thinking he was human, and then the other stuff with Harrison Ford. By the midpoint, mm-hmm. where it changes shifts gear in the story. So there are two distinct uh, halves that you can make two movies out of, basically. Yeah. But that was a good movie. That was a good. Uh, it was. Well, it, it it stood on its own. While I don't even know if you call it a reboot necessarily. It's it was just like a sequel. Yeah, like it was a good sequel. Yeah, like there's no inclination that they're going to make a make another one or make it into a bunch of movies or a universe or anything like that. Yeah. So it was just a, a straight sequel that stood on its own. You could you didn't have necessarily watch the first one to understand what's going on. So that that's what I would like out of like these newer movies based on old properties. Make them just stand on their own and be its own story, but kind of be what the original was at the same time. Like well, what other... Uh, I mean, what other properties were there? I don't know, like Robocop? You know how they remade that like five times? I think they remade it maybe twice. Because they had the TV series, Prime Directive, yeah. and then they had... Yeah. They had the newer movie. Yeah, Which, they just need... Yeah, they just need to have a reiteration of it, but still kind of be in-universe. Like Star Trek, you know, like the next generation was in the same universe as star trek original series but it's still kind of its own thing with its own characters and you know the stories are more or less the same but like retreads but you know that's just a, that's the general idea is that it's a different group of people doing their own things so it just needs to jump and jump ahead in time basically yeah i guess so i mean that's what happens with uh it makes more sense too because you know, like Blade Runner happened 30 years ago in our life. Like it's been, like it was something that was created before we were born, and then they're remaking it now. So it would make more sense to have something in the future to see where it went. 
Yeah, because it worked for Blade Runner and it worked for, I guess, The Godfather. I mean, when did The Godfather uh, take place? How long did it skip? Godfather I think it was like three? a couple years. No, uh, two. Or two, two was, was kind of like a yeah. Two was like a couple years after, and then uh, it was also flashbacks though. So well, how old were his? He had kids, right? At that point. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you the kids were like what, th- three or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it had to be at least three or four years. And the... yeah, I think it was about six years or something between the two movies. Yeah. But well, then what yeah, happened I mean, with uh, Force Awakens? <laughs> it doesn't work um, out too well when well, you try to te- remake well, a... Well, technically, <laughs> Force Awakens by itself was fine, but me liking Force Awakens as a movie, as a Star Wars movie, really depended on how The Last Jedi worked out. <laughs> and basically, The Last Jedi took a shit on everything that The Force Awakens like set up. It's just, so, it's just fun to hear you... <laughs> Take a shit on the last <laughs> Jedi, which took a shit on. Every I don't even want to think about the last Jedi. <laughs> like I, I'm just hoping the third movie it starts with uh, Ray in that like mirror room or whatever on that island, and like, oh, that whole movie didn't didn't happen. <laughs> like that's what I wish will happen. Like the whole last Jedi didn't happen. It's just like an alternate reality of what could have happened, and then Luke Skywalker still universe, alive, yeah. and he's. And he does something different than than the than brushing dust off his shoulder after being blasted by ATATs or whatever. They should just bring back George Lucas at this point. Like, well, at least he at least he understood his property. And I don't know. I feel like at least the prequels were Star Wars movies, even though they were terrible movies, right? Was even that- then, I don't think the prequels were even that bad. Like, they're just exaggerated and. How bad they were. I mean, I liked them at the time. I, I know that they're terrible movies, and I still kind of like them just because they're so bad. But I, I still feel like they're more like Star Wars movies than than these newer ones are. So I don't know. And, and, and the funniest thing is that Solo is probably the best movie out of these new Disney movies. And it's actually even better than the, than the prequels, I think. And it's like the lowest grossing one, and there's probably not going to be any more movies based based on that <laughs> storyline. So I'm just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's an actual interesting storyline in Solo that I would like to see happen because it gets more like, I don't, did you ever watch it? Solo, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, because that the ending part was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like it actually made it interesting, like how how it all ended. Yeah, even though all the rumors of how uh, the dude who played Solo on Solo was terrible. I mean, he was fine. He doesn't play anything like play anything like like uh, Harrison Ford, but he's yeah. fine. Yeah. And yeah, if you're going in, into it expecting Harrison Ford, you're going to be disappointed. But I didn't go in expecting Harrison Ford. I went in expecting uh, just a, a movie that I can like and. And or I was like hoping for just a big mess of a movie so I could like laugh at it, but it ended up being like okay, like it was pretty good, and it was a lot better than Rogue One or whatever the else fuck they made so far. I feel like our the current generation in general or just society has really lowered the standards of. <laughs> Of expectations, like all, all we can hope for now is just everything being okay. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I, I feel like when I watch newer movies today, I'm not watching a movie. I feel I don't know what I'm watching nowadays. It's like anything from the '90s or the '80s. I feel like those are like movies that are constructed constructed like movies. Like nowadays, what I'm watching is I have I don't know. It, it feels more like a TV show slash commercial to me now what specifically i don't know just like the way stories are set up like i watched transformers a couple weekends ago i needed to catch up on the last two movies or three movies i didn't see so i watched uh age of extinction and i watched uh the last night isn't it odd how most of age of uh consent was uh (laughs) just surrounded 
Marky Mark uh, trying to stop his daughter from having sex with yeah <laughs> a college guy. <laughs> it, like I don't I like that's like a whole another bag of nails to open. But basically, it's it's like uh, when I'm watching these movies, Transformers specifically, and I think this is a good example of what I'm talking about. It's not just one movie that I'm watching. I'm wa- I feel like I'm watching three movies in one. It's three hours long. The reason why I'm watching it is not necessarily for uh, a story or a good movie. What I'm seeing is advertising, uh, things happening really quickly. There's multiple acts. It's not a three-act movie. It's like a ten-act movie, right? So this is that's what I'm saying as, as far as a TV show goes. And then the advertising part of it is like the commercially sort of stuff. So that's what I'm. That's what I feel like I'm watching nowadays. Every single one of these movies that are at least the big movies, like Aquaman. Really, what are you? What are you trying to watch? Are you watching for Aquaman so you can buy the action figures nowadays? It seems like. So in in a sense, it's more like how the '80s properties were sort of constructed, but it's more way more commercialized. I feel. I'd equate it more to a video game than. Sure, that's, that's a TV that's, show. That's, that's another way to look at it too. Like it's, uh, but to me, I'm trying to keep it more like as a as a visual medium only instead of an interactive one. No, because so, just the way that it's constructed, it seems like the set pieces um, take much more of the focus. So it's it's more like hitting these big marks in a video game where something big has to happen, mm-hmm. like a big level or a big boss or something like that. So, and that's. That's how uh, what Star Trek Into Darkness felt. It just felt like a big video game narrative. Yeah, it's. I mean, or I it's just a you, bunch of different yeah. levels as opposed to different acts. Yeah, it's just like they have to have certain things happening, and it doesn't really matter how they connect or whatever. And that's kind of how video games are or have been <laughs> written in the past. It's like we want to have this thing happen. This is how the levels designed make it work in the story so it feels like they're working like i don't know if it's necessarily backwards but they're working in a different direction than what they used to like beforehand it was like a story i want to have this kind of story and then let's put these things in it now it's like i want to have these things and make make a story connect all those things is the only uh outlier uh here hideo kojima who probably who probably starts out with like 45 minute cut sequence and then build the game around it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what his thought process is. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I think he does both. I think he I makes think he the just, story and then, just, and then like, he says, I want these things in it. And then he mashes them together and makes them both go into each other. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> so he's getting the be- the worst of both worlds and the best of both worlds. I don't know how he even comes up with some of it. Like... <laughs> Like there are just things that you you don't expect, and you just think, yeah, it seems like something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If he, I think he locks himself in a dark room and figures it out. That's that's how he was working the last few years at Konami, apparently. Pretty much, yeah. Before he got fired, so that so he had a lot of time to himself, and he couldn't interact with anyone else. So he made the story he made based off that. I'm, I'm thinking, and I think the whole thing is just a big. Um, allegory for his work at Konami (laughs) (laughs) over the last like 20 years or whatever it's just very disappointing that we'll never get that remake of Metal Gear with the Fox engine or or even that last uh, chapter yeah I'm mostly mostly, yeah I would have wanted to just see just a complete Metal Gear Solid 5 that's all I would have wanted because it, it does make it seem like there should have been a lot more things happening on the map um, instead of just there being outposts. And after you get like the sniper rifle with the trank shots, it becomes really easy. Mm-hmm. And so you have to like intentionally not equip that stuff. But um, but at that point in the game, you're like so far ahead and you've already kind of done everything enough. You're trying to do. Like you try to farm all the guys or whatever, so it's like that's the only thing you want to do or need to do. So if you don't take it with you, then it's like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> like, Can they cancel the uh, online stuff, or is that still going? I I don't know. It's still going as far as I know, but I don't think anyone plays. So, I mean, I guess conceivably you, you, they could still just finish it. 
they already have all the designs and some of well, the. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their plan is. Like, I guess they could because they they're still like they they actually updated it like earlier this year, just randomly in July. Like they added like a couple of swimsuits or whatever to the forward operating base. So I mean, they're doing something. I don't know why. <laughs> so uh, I don't think there's going to be a DLC. They made that Metal Gear Survive game. So, I mean, they're still doing something with the engine. I think it's and free now, right? The Metal Gear Survive thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Or is it, it like was, discounted or something like that? It was. It's on sale for the winter sale. I think it was like nine bucks or something like that. I'm. I am curious to, to see how how war, how bad it is, but um, it w- didn't seem very good from the um, gameplay videos I was looking at. I'm sure it would yeah. just be like another pachinko game or something like that. Just yeah, I don't know out. what they're. I don't know what they're planning. But I mean, whatever they're doing, it doesn't seem like it's gonna. Or they could be... just remake Metal Gear. It's not. Like, it wouldn't be the first time they uh, <laughs> remade Metal Gear without uh, Kojima. Yeah, this is the Twin Six one. Well, Kojima was still involved in that one, I think. I think he was just consulting, though. They like uh, whoever made it. I forget the company name, but. Um, yeah, they're the ones who actually made everything. So, I mean, it's possible <laughs> that someone can can replicate the game. Well, even like, then, I think uh, the first Metal Gear, when it was ported, they uh, they did it without Kojima. When it was ported to the NES, they did it without Kojima, and they changed a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I don't I don't know how much actual programming he does. Like, I think I'm sure he knows how to program, but I don't think he's like really the one who's going through importing games and stuff like that like like he's not going to be involved in that process he's i heard he wasn't even involved in that do. port yeah <laughs> yeah i changed mean, everything and he people like, like that it. usually aren't involved in the ports it's just uh something that they farm out to a third party uh and if you're lucky they'll do it in- internally maybe they'll so, do snake's revenge with the fox engine that's what they'll <laughs> yeah i don't know i i would ju- i would just if they actually added more stuff to five even if it was terrible if they just added more stuff then i think it would, that would be fun like you think his new game is going to be any good um i'm hoping i'm, I'm guessing it's going to be essentially the same kind of gameplay because mm-hmm. he wants to redevelop it and i think i'm sure he loves his creation so <laughs> he's going to make something similar as far as gameplay goes and then he's going to do what he actually wants to do which is make uh people give birth to themselves <laughs> so, stuff like that it's just gonna be him he's gonna be like the master mode of <laughs> giving birth i mean he i'm i'm kind of like afraid because there's absolutely no rails on him now so <laughs> at least before konami was like okay yeah just don't do that <laughs> you can't handle full kojima is that what yeah i don't know like, we're gonna see full kojima and it's gonna be kind of uh, strange i think can't go wrong with that right like, i mean well, we'll see what happens. If it's available on PC, then I'll play it. But if it's on PS4 only, um, I'm not gonna play it for a while. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna buy a PS4 anytime soon. So it's already been like four or five years. But they'll probably just I, have a PS5 by then. I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll probably be PS5 before I even consider getting a PS4. And then it's not like I'm gonna go through and buy all the old games because a lot of them are gonna be available on PC at that point. So. At least the third-party stuff. With the first-party stuff, you know, it's never going to be. Are you going to try Red Dead Redemption 2? Uh, I would like to one day, uh, but I still have to play the first one. I think I have it mm-hmm. on PS2, but... Um, Is it PS2 or PS3? PS, the first one's on PS2. Okay. So that's Red Dead Revolver. And then Red Dead Redemption is on PS4. Mm-hmm. They may have ported Red Dead Revolver at some point, but I don't think they did. I, I saw this headline. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently people were very upset with the online oh, version no, of Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. There is a Red Dead Redemption 1, so that's that's on PS3. Yeah, I heard that there were fans of, that were very upset with Red Dead Redemption 2 online version because the price of beans had spiked because they were trying to model like a real-world economy thing. Okay, so it looks like uh, 
for some reason, my sky closed and stopped recording. And so we're talking about beans in Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're talking about what? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we left off. Whatever. Okay, well, let's just change the subject. So, <laughs> um, what we're talking about anyway wasn't very interesting. So, um, so let's go back to uh, what's happening in 2019. How can we go back to something that's that hasn't happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's happening now, but it's going to be in the future. All right. <laughs> I think you're. Uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on either. I don't know why my Skype closed. Let's talk about that. Why did the Skype close? I'll it's, give you three. I'll give you three guesses. It's a Patriot. That's what we were talking about. Them. I don't know. Was it during this? <laughs> was it still recording during that time? I have no yeah, idea. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of uh, cereal do you like? What kind of cereal? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of cereal do you like? Uh, did we have this conversation? Uh, I, I don't know. The uh, the raisin bran crunch. That's a good one. Raisin bran crunch. Yeah, you had that, right? Yeah, that's fine. You don't like it? It's not a preferred cereal of mine. My preferred cereal uh, is Cracklin' O brand. What is that? It seems made up. It's Kellogg's Cracklin' O brand. It's just uh, oat cereal that's like these little square things. And Are you a farm good. animal eating oats? Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not oats. It's, it's oat brand, so they brand okay. it. And then they put the oat, the oats in it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so just look it up online. It's called Cracklin' Oat Brand, and it tastes pretty good. And it's like an old man cereal. It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like an old man cereal anymore. That the, the change the change of packaging about two years ago. But it still is. Um, right? I, I guess so. But here's the other thing too. It's not really usually available at anywhere but a grocery store. So if I go to Target. Target usually has all the main cereals, mm-hmm. um, but they don't have this. So it's like anytime I need, anytime I want to actually buy Cracklin' Oat Bran, which is like five bucks a box, by the way, it's, it's like an extra dollar or two than like a normal cereal box. Um, I have to go to a Ralph's. It sounds like too much of a hassle for cereal, man. I don't know what, <laughs> what the problem is. I have to go is. to a Ralph's or an Albertsons, and then I can get the Cracklin' Oat Bran, and there's, of which there's only two rows of, and it's up on the top shelf. So it's like it's out of the way, it's nowhere near your eye line. You have to kind of like look for it. This is a very exclusive old man cereal. It's like yeah, a, it's 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 like yeah, it's an exclusive cereal, and um, that's basically the only one I actually enjoy, um, other than Frosted Flakes. But Frosted Flakes I only eat like twice a year, not because it's too sweet or whatever. I just don't eat cereal that much, and so. Would you prefer Frosted Flakes or um, what was the other one? The uh, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Uh, I Frosted Flakes still. Because Cinnamon no. Toast Crunch has like too much like sugar in the milk at that point. Just the cinnamon, isn't it? Yeah, the cinnamon and the sugar together in the milk is kind of, I don't know, gross. Rather than the frosting? Yeah. Well, wouldn't the frosting be more sugar than the cinnamon? Maybe, flavor? but it's not like a mixture. and It's not like a, it doesn't become like a... Like a soup. That's the difference. It's still milk with with sugar in it, but the cinnamon toast crunch makes it into like a soup. You know why I didn't like that much? Uh, the Captain Crunch peanut butter. It's got a. I don't think I've ever had it. It's got a weird consistency consistency to it. Like once you chew it, and say it, it feels like it gets stuck to your teeth very easily. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have like a a very peanut buttery taste to it. Do you always eat it with milk, or do you just eat it dry? Well, right now I'm like mixing it in with the cinnamon toast crunch. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta get the, the most out of it, man. <laughs> so, so you're like a you're like a dog, basically. You try, well, it helps the, mask the flavor. You mix it, the, mix in the kibble with the with the good stuff, so you can make stretch out the uh, the good stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You should try Kraplano brand. Maybe you'll like it. Or maybe I'm just gonna become like a hipster or something like that. That's a hipster s- cereal, right? <laughs> Are you sure it's a hipster cereal? <laughs> it sounds like it. It doesn't. No, Crackling it's not. There's, there's no way that's a hipster cereal. Do you Hipsters... like drink Pabst Blue Ribbon with it afterwards? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I... I drink medium pulp orange juice afterwards. Medium Actually, pulp orange. No, that's, no, no, no. That's that's a hipster thing. No, my my preferred is actually some pulp, not medium pulp. Yeah, any amount of pulp is <laughs> hipster. <laughs> Isn't that like traditional orange juice though? Is that it's with pulp? If you're doing it homemade, yeah. But if you gotta buy homemade ones, that's that's a hipster thing, right? Like you can't make your own homemade orange juice. So you're buying this like No, I'm just buying it with some pulp in it. Because... It's like um it's like jeans. It's like you buying distressed uh, jeans with holes in them, just for the look. When you could have just worn out an old pair of jeans, that's a hipster thing, man. You're buying pulp, <laughs> <laughs> orange juice. When you could have just made your own orange juice, right? Um, why would I make my own orange juice? That's for hipsters. It's a, hipsters it's a, make their own orange juice. They're not gonna buy orange juice. That's that's what hipsters do, man. All right. No, they don't. They, they pay don't, for something they, they could have done. They don't give money to the corporate machine, man. No, those are punks. Those are... Punks aren't... Uh... So, hipsters are punks that like, no, are no, no, like, no. like corporate... Hipsters are ironically feeding into the capitalist system. That's what it is. <laughs> and so having pulp in your <laughs> yeah. juice uh, helps us how... What are you talking about? I mean, they're paying for pulp that they could have just done by themselves. I'm not paying an extra for it. It's in there already. It's the same price. No, it's not. Don't you? No, it's not more money. It's it's the same price. Prove me wrong. I don't. (laughs) I don't believe you. Here, I'll look it up on on the Ralph's delivery app. Oh yeah. See, that's another. You gotta get your groceries <laughs> delivered to you. I can't. Can't make it to the store, huh? All right. No. <laughs> Why would I want to go to the store? Exactly. There's hipsters there. Yeah. All right. I'm looking up orange juice. Would you say it like that? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> orange I think we spent too juice, much time on the orange original, juice. Original, no pulp, three ninety nine. Uh. Simply beverages, medium pulp, orange juice, three dollars. Original wrong price, three ninety nine. Simply uh... it's same. It's the same price, even and in this case, it's cheaper because it's on sale. Three ninety nine. Tropicana, pure premium, calcium and vitamin D, no pulp. See, that's your that's your fucking hipster um, vegan uh, <laughs> option. You gotta how have the does, calcium and the vitamin D. How much does D. a bag of oranges cost? Tell me that. Bag of oranges. Oranges are three forty nine each. All right. Like each. A bag, or each? No, just just each. We mean each. <laughs> Eighty seven cents for a large navel orange, at ninety nine cents a pound. Okay. Yeah, that's a pound. Yeah, so it's three, like one orange cost what three bucks. <laughs> so, so three oranges will not get you fifty nine ounces of orange juice. Destroy the child. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saving money by not buying the real oranges. There's something going on, and it's bad. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just buy your own oranges. <laughs> just make your own orange juice. How hard can it be? 
because it costs more. There's more effort. Just That's how it was meant to be, man. So how are you going to add your calcium and vitamin D into it? See, that's a hipster thing, right? You can't. You, you should be. You should be it's, getting your vitamins from. It's actual not food, hipster. Not, it's science. Scientists yeah, are the ones that are doing it. Not the that's hipsters. That's what they want you to believe. All right. That's what they. Uh, it's the. It's the lazy Americans. Hipsters are not lazy Americans. Okay. That's uh, That's the. They go out science. of their way to not be lazy. Treat us like a damn <laughs> The hipster culture is all about doing things the wrong way for the right reasons. <laughs> so I'm guessing 2019 just expecting more hipster stuff, like just. It's hipster culture, man. Yeah, it's it's taken over. We're not going to be Americans anymore. We're just going to be hipsters. China. <laughs> You think China has a concept of a hipster? They, they, they got to, right? The Chinese hipster? Yeah. See, so here, look. Your Cinnamon Toast Crunch is five twenty nine for a large size. Good. And then your Oscar Mayer Shaved Oven Roasted Turkey is three seventy nine. Good. Why, why do you have to have it oven roasted? Why not? Why not just regular roasted? In what? In like a <laughs> just in a Showtime rotisserie? Like, <laughs> that be in the bag? No, just microwave it. I don't know. Yeah, that was good commercial. The those old uh, yeah, set it and part. forget. Yeah, that's some good, some good branding there. What is Ronco doing these days? You don't have anything new. What is Ronco doing? Ronco. Ronco is a marketing company. They don't make shit. <laughs> Ronco files for bankruptcy after failing to secure funding. April 27, 2018. This is what we should have uh, covered last last podcast. Should have, yeah. See, this is this is what we have what happens when a Marvel movie comes out and it eclipses the real news. When when are we going to get a rotisserie chicken things now? Where what? are we supposed to get them? Where are we supposed to get the rotisserie chicken stuff? Uh, can't you look at uh, Ralph's? You're supposed to buy it used? A used chicken, yeah. It's... I want this uh, chicken cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a store near you in 2019. <laughs> All right. So anything else? I think we should leave it at that, right? Sure. What did we even talk about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking understand. Some what we're beans talking about. and chicken. Beans and chicken. This All is right. another stellar podcast. To ending up on a. Well, I mean, this, yeah, this is ending 2018. This is the third podcast we did this year, I think. Well, let, me, let me count. Should let's we shoot through. for four next year? Uh, let's shoot for one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a four hour podcast. We just do one podcast and we do four or five hours and we just get out of the way. You know, the reason why the podcast is more successful is because at the end uh, of each podcast, I'm not saying like and subscribe and find us on Apple Podcasts. You know we're on Apple Podcasts, right? Have you ever seen the actual Squacklecast page on on Apple Podcasts? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was quite interesting. No, that was very interesting news. So what are you trying to say? Like subscribe? I'm saying, I'm saying if you're listening now, go back go, to you. <laughs> you listen now, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. I think that sums so you, up the old. <laughs> so you don't miss any 
podcast that we're doing. And look, it's got it's got every single podcast we've had since 2012. This is the sixth year of the Squackle podcast. When did it uh, officially start? Uh, I posted something on April 2nd, 2012. And we actually did weekly for about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we've come a long way. 2012, we had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah, you don't need 15, to I don't know why you're... <laughs> 15 episodes in 2012. In 2013, how many How many do we get? I'm saying five. None. We get none. <laughs> <laughs> we went from 15 to zero. And then in 2014, how many did we do? Uh, four. Five. We did five. <laughs> and in 2015, how many do you think we did? It had to be less than five. Eight. We did eight. Oh, all right. All right then. How many think? How many think in 2016? Less than five. Yeah, you can't say that. You have to say a number. I'm gonna say four. There's three. Okay. How many in 2017? Uh, I'm gonna say five. Two. (laughs) (laughs) How many in 2018? Three. Including this one, five. What? (laughs) (laughs) That just sounds right. (laughs) But we did three in in a month (laughs) within the same month. You gotta keep it running toes, man. We did one in Mar- on March 10th, then March 24th, and April 7th, and then nothing for four months. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did something in August, and then we did something today. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, this is like the, <laughs> the worst like uh, regularity anyone can have. I think the one fan that we did have, he, he gave up on us. Yeah. <laughs> He hasn't even posted the last like three podcasts we did. You're not getting it out there enough. That's why. <laughs> well, I used to post on the Facebook, but uh, since Facebook, uh, you just failed with things I'd rather not share my life with anymore. <laughs> Do anything else before we go? Is that? No, I think that's it. <laughs> we can uh, we can uh, go over how many podcasts we did in another six years. All right. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs>